Anthony on Air Podcast, back for another episode. Frankie C is here, and we have a ton to cover. Everything from Ghislaine Maxwell to Jerry Falwell Jr. to the Melania Trump tapes. And we're going to talk about it all right here. Frankie C back in the mix, as I said. Good to see you, my man. Good to be here. Uh, we denied his request to move into general population, and Ghislaine Maxwell's request to move into general population also denied. So that's I'm not coming. ready. I'm just not ready to be in general population. You're not. Keep me home. We Keep can't. me home. Who the hell wants to go out in the population? We can't have you mixed with people. That would be awful. Uh, so the judge in the uh, U.S. District Court, Judge Allison Nathan, uh, noted that the Bureau of Prisons has allowed Maxwell to access materials 13 hours a day seven days a week as we've said in the past uh so she can you know properly defend herself that's why she was claiming she needed to move into gen pop they open things up for her so 13 hours a day seven days a week she can uh you know have access that to seems materials. Like enough time that's plenty of time um and uh what i found interesting though is even though she's not on suicide watch anymore uh the judge rejected Maxwell's request to modify the prison surveillance, which she claimed involved being secretly watched by prison psychologists for several hours every day. In denying that request, the judge said that Maxwell has provided the court with no evidence and no reason to believe that the surveillance measures are motivated by improper purposes. So I guess even though she's not on suicide watch, I guess she's still being watched. I mean, you'd think after what happened with Epstein, yeah, they'd have to watch it. You got to keep an eye on her to some degree, you know, I mean, how could there not be a camera on her almost at all times? Yeah, I mean, for real. Uh, Chris Mason is also back in the news. That's that's uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's friend, Chris Mason there. Now, he I can't tell if he is just super creepy looking or if everybody next to Ghislaine Maxwell is creepy looking. I don't know, Frank. What... The bow tie is not helping. I'm not you know, I'm a, against I'm not against bow ties, but that one's. It's a little weird with that suit. So he's back in the news today. He did an interview. uh, This is in the post that he says he claims this is Chris Mason is claiming that uh, Ghislaine Maxwell is fiercely loyal to Prince Andrew and will not snitch on him. Well, what's there to snitch about? (laughs) Mason. Mm. Mason told the son, even though I'm reading this in the post, Mason told the son that the British socialite would never betray Andrew. Uh, we obviously know all his accusations. Prince Andrew and Ghislaine were always... See, Go ahead. If, if Andrew didn't do anything, Prince Andrew didn't do anything, mm-hmm. he would have said, well, there's nothing to flip about. What are you talking about? Prince Andrew, you know, why would she flip it if there's no information? Yeah. Instead, it's she's not going to give him up. Well, it's weird. I don't know. It's it's funny. We talked about Chris Mason the last time because he was the one who tipped the story about Paris Hilton. And we'll put that link in the description on YouTube if you guys are watching on Facebook or you're you're watching on uh, or you're listening on the uh, podcast networks. Um, I think he know. I don't think that he's a denier. I think he knows bad stuff went on. I think he knows Ghislaine. But I mean, from the from what I'm getting from all this, he wasn't super close to her or maybe not super close for a long time. What's uh, weird what are we is talking about? Uh, what I mean is, is like he's not being implicated at all of like being involved or maybe he did something wrong. like there's been no talk about that. I guess he just kind of knew her. And so then how would he know of any wrongdoing? I think he just like everybody else is assuming that where there's smoke, there's fire. I think he's just like us where it's like, hey, I mean, you know, there's the picture. Oh, so, 
the only connection is that he knows her. Yeah, he. I don't. He's not. De- he's not defending Ghislaine. I think he's just saying she's not going to give up Andrew. Like she, she'll go down with the ship to to protect Andrew. That's what she's. He says. Here's the quote: Prince Andrew and Ghislaine were fiercely loyal to each other, and she wouldn't give him up. I think she'll have his back and will protect him to the last. All right. Yeah. I mean. I, you know, she's obviously defending herself. You would think that she would just want to come clean and spill all the guts and let it all kind of come out. But um, I don't know. Who knows what uh, how that would affect her? Yeah, I mean, I guess pixels in my kitchen again. I guess that's what she's really, you know. Uh, Mason also said, by the way, that's okay. Mason also said that Epstein is supremely ambitious and was never a cocktail party guy. He was only interested in hanging out with powerful people. This is all uh, the latest uh, from Chris Mason from The Sun. So there's the update on Ghislaine Maxwell and the Epstein thing. Um, We will have an interview on Monday's episode. Monday's episode is gonna be a little bit of a different episode. We're gonna do an interview with an author who wrote a book on uh, on this whole entire topic, he's very knowledgeable uh, on um, on Maxwell and Epstein and everything. His book is like one of the go to books uh, in this arena. So we're gonna get him on the podcast on uh, on Monday. We'll have him. So that'll be a good uh, that'll be a good interview to check out or listen to or or whatever. Um, so I'm, look, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, we don't we haven't done an interview in a while, but um, uh, this should be a pretty good one. D- Dylan Howard is his name. So uh, we'll have Dylan Howard in here. We'll talk about Dylan it. Howard. Yeah, he wrote Epstein, Dead Men Tell No Tales. So we'll chat with Dylan Howard on Monday. Should be good. Good title. Let's talk about Jerry Falwell Jr. This story erupted yesterday and is completely insane. Jerry Falwell Jr., is the uh, Liberty University president. Well, actually, he resigned yesterday. Um, and the way this story unfolded is quite interesting. So a photo of him and a young woman, both with their pants open, sort of hit the web the other day. And people were like, what's going on here? So Jerry Falwell Jr., if you don't know, super ultra conservative guy, religious dude, like all the way um he was the guy who helped deliver the super ultra religious conservative vote for Donald Trump. He endorsed Donald Trump towards the end. It's a key endorsement. Donald Trump, obviously being a liberal Democrat all his life, would have a you know being divorced and a a bit of a ladies' man or womanizer or however you want to describe him. Yeah. I'm not going to argue I, with anybody. I wouldn't, I wouldn't describe him as ladies' man. Yeah, whatever. He's got allegations against him. However you want to describe the man is okay with me. I'll let everybody have that fight uh, outside of uh, me. I want no interest in that. Uh, but um, but uh, obviously he was not. He, he was he was doing awful with conservatives, especially religious ones, especially his, all his divorces and everything. When Falwell came in and gave the endorsement, that was that was huge for his election and getting elected. This is undisputed. This is exactly what happened. So now fast forward to yesterday and we get this whole entire story of this uh, young man, Giancarlo Granda. 
Giancarlo Granda was 20 years old when he met uh, Jerry Falwell and his Jerry Falwell Jr. and his wife. There's a the young man right there, obviously handsome, good-looking young man. And the story that we get that broke yesterday that was just massive, and I'll give you all the dirty details on this, was that Granda uh, is claiming that he was in a long-term relationship with Jerry Falwell Jr. and his wife, Becky, hashtag cuck, uh, in which Granda and Becky had relations while Falwell Jr. looked on. Now, how long have you been a cuckold for, Frank? Uh, not that long. Not that long. Could you? And I don't want to make. Uh, I, I'm not going to make anybody feel bad for their kink. Because if this is your kink, then then. Hey, that's how you, you get down. Yeah. Go for it. But, whatever uh, works. Whatever. Always getting hurt. Whatever works, as long as nobody's getting hurt and there's consenting adults in the room. I can't imagine something I'd like to participate in less than sitting in the corner yeah. of the room while some dude gets down with my wife. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely not on the list. I I don't not a even cool way to do it. I don't even know. I I the ever since I heard this story. Now I've been aware of cuckolds before. Like I've heard the story. I've heard about it. You know, I, oh. I I'll be honest with you. I kind of thought for the most part it was like just one of those like porn categories that don't really exist but exist in the fantasy ether. You know, it's it's uh, if you if you're cheated on, you're. Right. If you're married and you cheated on, you're a cuckold. Well, they call you a cuckold. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, so this ultra conservative fella. Which, by the way, I also I also learned from Andy from the office. I think I believe this is the first place that I've heard of what it what. But but in in I shouldn't say in real life, but there is a cuckold that exists that it's like they enjoy that. Like, that's their thing. Yeah. Hey. And which, you know. Which is, you know, do your thing, but uh, to claim that you're ultra conservative and all these values and all that stuff, and then you know, I'm sorry, but how many? I, I'm not. I, I don't. You, you, I'm, you're poking a bear here. No, I'm. I'm this. This I'm, is. You know, there's stuff under the lid that I want to like, but I don't want to get too political. Don't hold back. But let me get to. Let me get through all these details here. Uh, so. Falwell Jr., uh, he refuted the claim and he actually blamed it on his wife. He said, no, she fell for him and had a relationship with him. He so he basically threw his wife under the bus saying it wasn't me. She cheated on me. (laughs) Yeah, real, uh, real character move. Um, He said that he had neglected his wife and kids because he was so immersed in Liberty University and making sure it was a success. That's probably what caused Becky's mistake, he told NPR. He also said that Granda became obsessive and that the situation turned into a fatal attraction and that Granda threatened to expose the affair. Falwell Jr. claimed that the threat triggered an emotional roller coaster for his family ahead of his resignation from the high-profile collegiate post. He also claimed there was suffering and silence while simultaneously trying to manage and deal with his increasingly threatening behavior, which only worsened over time. The Falwells met Granda when he was 20 years old and working as a pool attendant at the Fountain Blue Miami Beach Hotel in March of 2012. I don't know, but uh, what's his name again? uh, Giancarlo Granda. 
That sounds like it's like porn name or stripper name or something. <laughs> stripper name. Forget that. This sounds like a lifetime movie. Conservative Christian couple goes to the Fountain Blue in Miami, falls for pool boy named Giancarlo. The pool boy. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> the only the only other way that's it's not a cliche. I mean, the only worst cliche is if he delivered pizzas. <laughs> that is the only a thing cool that beats boy. this by a sliver. You are a thousand percent correct. You are totally correct. On Tuesday, ridiculous uh, predicament. <laughs> on Tuesday, Falwell confirmed that he resigned <laughs> from his post. Um uh, Giancarlo said, Becky and I developed an intimate relationship and Jerry enjoyed watching from the corner of the room multiple times per year. He said they took place in hotels in Miami and New York and at the Falwell's home in Virginia. Um, the Lynchburg. So what is this photo and what does that prove? The photo, the photo isn't damning. It's just him and some young woman with their their pants open and their guts sticking out it's not damning but it's like it's out of character for the conservative for the fallwells like it's out of character you know what i mean okay. like and do we know who that woman is in the photo i don't think we do and it didn't really go anywhere but it was like you know when an earthquake before the big earthquake how there's like that little tremor and you're like oh that, that's basically right, what so that was so how did this photo lead to the the Giancarlo thing so it it became a leak which we later found out today Michael Cohen is involved they all hey it's like a movie him? they all know each other Michael Cohen claims today that he blocked these photos from coming out in 2015 that's what he's saying so now Michael Cohen is involved. He says that um, he worked in 2015 to get these photos blocked, uh, I guess successfully, since they never really came out. And uh, he said that Giancarlo Granda wasn't involved in any of the, any of the, um, any of the negotiations to not have the photos come out. So I guess there's a few people that have these photos. But here's the best yeah, part. Yeah, but Giancarlo has nothing to do with these photos. It's a whole different story, isn't it? Well, I guess there's photos. The photos and the Giancarlo thing, I feel like, are two different things. Um, well, he might have photos of, of his dealings with all oh, of them. Yeah. Yeah, so there, there's, there's that whole thing. But the damning thing about all of this is there is a recorded phone call. So we, we have a recorded phone call. I'm going to play it for you here, and it's courtesy of Reuters. Before... Before you play it, Go ahead. I'm picturing if you've ever seen uh, the movie Liar, Liar. Yes. When she's on the stand and they play the recording. Yeah. Anybody else picturing that? Because that's what I'm about to hear, I think. It's not that graphic, but basically what you're going to hear in this phone call is... Becky and Jerry are on one end. Giancarlo is on the other end. I think it's a FaceTime conversation, actually. Giancarlo was recording this. And what they're talking about is Giancarlo, I guess, is telling them about women that he's with, the relationships that he's having, or, you know, he's trying to date, whatever. And you just listen to her reaction to it. She is obviously jealous. She's obviously pretending that she's not jealous. 
And he, if there's nothing going on here, that's a little TMI for your local pool boy. Right. He Jerry Jerry chimes in at one point and says, "Come on, you're going to make her jealous." Which like is obviously that's something that like it, it this phone call confirms everything that that this happened. Jerry was right, involved. He knew. Here's the call. Here's the phone call. Yeah, yeah, so. a little loud. Like, so that was it right there. So she says he keeps telling me every time he hooks up with people, he's gonna make you know he's like he's like I don't have feelings or something. And Jerry chimes in and says you're gonna make her jealous. By the way, we'll link this in the description on YouTube. So again, for the Facebook watchers. And the podcasters go to our YouTube channel to get the link to this so you can hear it for yourself. And they continue. Not trying to do that. Like a week ago, I was in tears for a whole freaking day. It's like, I looked up at this girl on Tinder and then I got her an Uber. And I'm like, completely depressed. It's hard to hear. It's very loud. So he says, she says, I, uh, you know, she's telling the story of like him saying, I hooked up with this girl, Jenna, and she says she's, she's in tears for a whole week. You know, over the whole thing, and uh, it's just, it's, it's just. I mean, it, it's basically everything that can go wrong in a three-way relationship that could possibly go wrong is like playing out in this phone call. And, and it's obvious that you know, by the time I don't know when this phone call took place, but obviously this relationship has slowed or deteriorated or whatever. He's trying to move on from it or whatever the the, the scenario is. I don't know. Um, and he's trying to put, it feels like he's trying to put distance, like, you know, you ever break up with a girl and you've been broken up for a long time and like six months go by and like seven months go by and it's like, okay, it's time to start telling this person who has no shot of being in my life anymore that I'm moving on and I'm with other people and, you know, that's that stuff occurs and they're like, oh, you're killing me here. Like, at, like. Yep. Like, I'm killing you. Like, no, you're, mo I'm moving on. I'm moving on with my life. Yeah. yeah. I'm moving on and you're still all hung up on it, but you're pretending like you're not, you know, only in this scenario, you're married. So you're married to an ultra conservative religious dude with children. <laughs> so what I was going to say before that, you know, I know people in the comments or whoever are going to be like, Oh, this guy, this guy, whatever he doesn't, it's a slightly political, uh, comment. Go ahead. But, um, I'm not shocked that someone who endorses, Donald Trump is a bit of a fraud. That's all I'm going to say. I don't mean conservatives. I don't mean the whole party. I mean a big name that knows the man, that knows Donald Trump and yeah. has interacted with him and is a close friend, I guess. But probably, I think, in the next few days, we'll hear Donald Trump go, oh, I've never heard of this guy. I know nothing about him. I don't know what you're talking about. Who is well, this Jerry's what? I don't think that he needs to distance himself from from Falwell. I don't think it's No, but he's going to be asked about it and he's going to have to do some tap dancing probably. See what I was going to say, you know, Frank leans a little bit more towards one side than I do. I I'm I'm fiercely independent when it comes to my politics. But what I was going to say is and this I is I used to be. Right. I, I used to be 4 years ago I was kind of uh, independent. 
this is one of the reasons why I'm an in independent. It's because my feelings on this is this time, this guy just so happened to be conservative. Next time, it could easily be a left-leaning liberal person that does this. My point is, is that you can't trust any of these people, and they're all full of crap. Every That's last true. one of them has something to hide. And, and by the way, I'm not talking about, like, I'm talking about across the board, a lot of the times people that are in these positions that act way holier than thou, turns out you got a lot of skeletons in that closet that you're comp overcompensating sure. for. And I'm not judging the, you know, the action. You, you do what you want with your wife and any consenting adult, I get it. But claiming to be ultra conservative and and uh, ultra religious and all that stuff. It's the hypocrisy that gets me. Yeah, it's a hypocrisy. Like the last time, like I remember, I tell this example all the time, but remember Elliot Spitzer? I don't remember if he was a Democrat or Republican, but Elliot Spitzer was this guy who came yeah. down on everybody. He was like, and he cracked out on radio. He cracked down on radio giveaways, and I was working in radio at the time in the promotions department, and I used to have to fill out paperwork like seven in in seven triplicates, like it was ridiculous. Just twenty one pieces of paper, just to give out a pair of tickets or something. Like he made my job so insanely hard. Guy gets elected governor. Turns out he was part of one of the biggest like hooker rings in New York in the history. It's <laughs> unbelievable. And I was like, yeah, you and, you know, when it comes to politicians. To be fair, you know, I, I lean one side, but that's my own personal thing. But to be fair, they're all kind of full of crap. Yeah, I think this has fair. very little to do with the fact that he is has anything to do with Donald Trump. But that, but that's your feelings, and that's fine with me. Um, I no, just it probably has nothing it has nothing to do with with Donald Trump. I'm sure, but uh, you know, it was just a it was a comment. It was a an editorial comment of mine. I just think that like we you like we talked about you get these people at these certain levels and they want to preach and tell you how to live your life and and not just religiously but you know sometimes in other ways no, anybody yeah exactly and it turns out and then they're all full of full crap. of crap that's why these last couple do of what days I say not what I do yeah these last couple of days have been so brutal because I've fiercely ignored the Democratic National Convention, and now I'm in the midst of fiercely ignoring the Republican National Convention, and I just see people on both sides arguing, and it's like, it doesn't matter, and none of these it people care about you. They, they don't, because they go out no, and say- No, they don't, but it matters. It's not like it doesn't matter. They say one thing, and that, like just like this guy, they say one thing, and then what are they really doing? Something. The point is, the point is, who's less full of shit? That's what you have to figure out on your own. That's, that's what you have to decide for yourself. Which well, I, side is, le is less full of shit? And everybody, I think, has to vote for whoever's best for them in their own personal situation, which is all completely different. But, you know, I just, it's that, it's that. I'm a genuine guy. I, you're a genuine guy, too. You know, uh, Janine's genuine. She's out. She's in rehab today, by the way. That's why she's not finally getting help. For her yeah. Problem. So you'll see less uh, weird movements and facial things in the in the next video with with Janine. That's why she's not here. Uh, she's, yeah. No, she's not. She's just on vacation. No. Um, and um, you, you could just you could almost tell like the, I just don't think that these people like this idea of what Falwell was trying to project himself to be. 
I don't think that person really truly exists. You know, now no, I mean, there everybody everybody makes mistakes, everybody screws up, and I wouldn't even you don't even have to call this a screw up. It's just a it's just a, a hypocritical. That's all. Yeah, wait, but hold, before you don't get too far ahead of yourself there, bud, because I I was thinking the same well, thing. Here we go. Wait a minute. There's more. <laughs> But wait, there's more. <laughs> if you call now, <laughs> we will double the creepiness. We'll throw of... in photos of Jerry Swafford. <laughs> yeah. So, um, th this story. So this. So the Reuters story was yesterday, and it got taken uh, a step further today, where uh, Giancarlo Granda is calling Falwell Jr. a predator claiming that Falwell Jr. showed him photos of a student at the university. Yeah, that's that's what he's saying. <sighs> now, I guess I my guess is that Falwell is sticking to this. He was, uh, you know, he's uh, trying to blackmail us for money. I mean, I, I guess that's going to be his side of it all. I don't really, you know, I don't know if he's spoken a whole ton since he resigned yesterday, late yesterday afternoon. Yeah. I hope it's not true. If it's true, he's an asshole and a piece of shit. But if it's, you know, I hope, I hope for the sake of everybody involved that it is not true and there is no student that is involved in this. Yeah. Holy crap. Come on. It's just you keep digging, man, and just shit gets, just keeps getting worse. It 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 usually almost always does. You never you never dig deep and it's like, well, you know, Giancarlo was, you know, uh and Swal they were partners at a soup kitchen, you know, cuz they they did something charitable. It's never they never dig and find something good. Yeah, so here, this was going back to uh, before, this was the first photo that came out, right? It's not, it's not damning. That's, yeah, it's just, you know, your gut's out, I get it. It's, it's, but, they're trying to be weird. But I, I, his I, pants are open and her pants are open. Now, this is, for a, a college student, this is an average photo on, like, a Thursday afternoon. But for Jerry Falwell Jr., it's a different, it's a different. Cause this, cause, yeah, I could, I, I could have done without the fly being down. Yeah, but but not even my own opinion. I'm just saying, like, if you go and look at his Instagram wall, you're going to see a lot of photos of a family friendly, super ultra conservative religious guy. And then this picture, it's going to stand out. That's not my opinion. I'm just saying this is what. So he posted that. Yeah, he he posted that. And I think um, he posted it, quickly deleted it, later explained that the post was meant as a joke and the woman was his wife's pregnant assistant. But when you look oh, at so his like eyes, a pregnancy belly type of shot. But if you look at his eyes and the, you know, the uh the fact that he's probably drinking alcohol, which was alluded to as well after the fact. Oh, uh, you don't know. No, you oh. don't know and it's not like he can't have a cocktail, but again, again, these are not damning things for anybody else, but when you no. are the ultra super conservative guy, you know, who you don't pull your fly down in front of other weird, you know, from a students. Is that a student they're saying? No, that was his wife's assistant. Oh, OK. Wife's assistant. But here's the thing. He puts the photo out. He takes it down. Things start to leak out about this girl. He blames his wife. 
You know what I'm saying? Then then mm-hmm. it, the story gets out. Then he resigns, you know, his uh, his like he hasn't been honest and forthcoming in any of this. In, you know, n- enough to to say that he's obviously, you know, he's he's probably done a lot of things that go against what, uh, you know, he stood for for all these years. Again, things that are not morally wrong. If you want to share your wife, it ain't my thing. I, I'm actually I, I put it right up there with the the Rubik's cube of things that I will never fully understand. <laughs> Or, you know what I mean? Like, I just, there's no, I can't fathom. Right. I mean, I don't want to make anybody feel bad. If that's your thing, great. But I cannot fathom that being somebody. That's not your thing. That's what it is. I mean, uh, you know, if that's his thing, great. Good for them. They're both consenting adults. All all three of them are wonderful. More power to you. Have a great time. But, uh, you know, if it stops there, great. If there's more to this and it's that weird photo stuff with the student but if it's it you know that's terrible but if it's th- if it's just this photo with his belly out and the threesome thing it's not a huge deal i don't think no but it, again it's it's awfully it's hypocritical. a huge deal for his image yeah it's awfully hypocritical and how could you trust it is anything else this guy says or stands for or preaches you know when right. uh He's sitting there with all this, uh, all this stuff, all this baggage. It would be like, you know, it w- the only thing worse would be. Wait, say that again. The only thing worse, what? Don Hold on, the government's trying to to silence Frank. Go ahead. Up, oh, they're, they're <laughs> up oh, here. They come. They're pixelating me now. And I said the only thing that might be worse is if he cheated on his wife, who had just gave birth to his son with you know if he cheated on her with a porn star that would be the only thing that would be are you trying to are you trying to deflect all the janine comments onto yourself is that what you're trying to do yes yes i am (laughs) i'm gonna start making this these are my this is my version of making weird faces the pixelation (laughs) um freaking me out though so uh so giancarlo grande pushed back on allegations that he was blackmailing the couple uh, okay, the plot twisted. Uh, Giancarlo Granda called the former Liberty University president a predator and claimed that Falwell Jr. sent the now 29-year-old a picture of a student exposing herself and had participated in three-way video curl- calls earlier this year. See, now that Giancarlo not good. says the Falwells would have you believe that I seduced Becky into an affair without Jerry's knowledge and spent the intervening seven years trying to extort them. Uh, of course, the truth is they approached me. She invited me into their hotel room. And Falwell Jr. is not returning any calls or has not commented on this all since it all kind of broke out. Wonderful. Yeah. Now, yeah, if that's all true, I mean, now there's no proof of any of this. It's all he said, he said. You know, It's not like... Uh, well, any, what kind of proof could they get from this? As this story came out yesterday or Monday, whenever it came out, uh, I think I kept saying yesterday, I think it was Monday. As the story came out, we got more and more information. And then we got that phone call. That wasn't part of the original thing. And then it was like, you know. Yeah, the phone call is pretty damning. The phone call is very damning. And and if if he's got the phone call, 
I'm sure he's probably got some other things too. And if Michael Cohen, even though a lot of people will say he's a big lying piece of garbage, if he knew that there was something up and he stopped photos from coming out in 2015, those photos and things still exist. Again, just because we don't have it today doesn't mean that we're never going to have it. Um, we've got to wrap. never ends every freaking day, though. I'm sorry. <laughs> we've got to wrap things up here. Uh, but um, the last thing, the Melania tapes. So here's what's happening with this. Um, the other day, people were like, oh, uh, what was it? His niece, Trump's niece, wrote some book, and everybody was like, that book sucks. Don't listen to that yep. book. Okay, fine. Then it was like, well, there's tapes of his sister calling him a liar. Um, whenever these things come out about the president, I, I always, I, I'm, I'm very, I'm much more reserved, I think, probably much more than Frank, and much more than a lot of other people. And, okay, let me see. And a lot of the times... Like, like it's been the end of this guy's presidency since the day he got elected. And it's like, it's exhausting no, at this there's, point. There's no bottom. For, it doesn't, no matter what comes out. I'm just, no, I, I'm just saying that. This is it, you know. The, yeah, the, the left and the, and the media and, and some parts of the media, they will have you think that a, a, this is, yeah, here it is. And, and then it, and it never is, you know. So, so with that in mind, I go, okay. And then I listened to the sister, uh, I listened to the tape, I'm not gonna play it for you, but she legitimately said he's a liar. She was like, he's lying, he's making up all yep. these things, and people are going for Yeah, the whole thing. but I think that everybody kind of knew that about him anyway. I mean, the guy was a Democrat, and all of a sudden he became a Republican and he's doing all the, you know, I mean, he kind of- convenient for him, absolutely. Yeah, like we, we kind of knew that part of it, and and what, what politician isn't going, oh, I'm gonna do this or I'm gonna do that, and he knows full well he's not going to do it. So that's kind of par for the course. So that tape really did exist. But supposedly now, this is according to reporter Yashir Ali. She cited unnamed sources. And this is what drives me crazy. It's never you actually get what it is. It's always somebody else says that they are reporting that other people are saying that this. And it's like, well, there's like seven layers here now. So let me know. If well, this is, this is only... This is only the reporter and their source. It's not yeah. too so, many layers. So Yashir Ali is citing unnamed sources and reporting that Stephanie Winston Wolkoff, a former friend and advisor, taped the first lady and plans to release the tape. Here's the suspect parts of this. She's releasing the tape along with her book. Right. So obviously okay. she's trying yeah. to sell some books here. Grain of salt with that one. Yeah. Um, so that's why I think it could be not true. Again, the seven layers is why I think it could be not true or they're, they're hyping it up to be way worse than it is. The things, the reasons why I think it might actually be true is um, she was a former friend and advisor. They had a big falling out from what I understand. And she would obviously have an ax to grind by releasing these tapes. Um, and also that the the Mary Trump tapes turned out to be true as well. So we'll wait and see. But I just wanted to bring this to the podcast because it's going to be something that we look look for, because supposedly in the tapes, Melania is trashing not only uh, Donald Trump, but uh, Ivanka, too. Which so make, is this during while she's first lady while she's first lady, which makes me like 
it, it honestly makes me feel like, and this is not a slam, but this is just my feeling, like being in this organization might be the worst thing in the world from the standpoint of like, it's family and family business can get awfully nasty where people are stabbing each other in the back and trying to get one over on this one and who can you, this feels like Dallas. Like I know that was a TV show and yeah, no, but you're right. It, it's, it's family. And not only that, it's, you're doing business. Not only that you're in government. So it's a three shot whammy. You know, everybody's going to be at each other's throats. Yeah. And you couldn't write a better reality show. It's, it's the you know the White House. It's one of you know one of the most famous guys. It's his family, and it's scandal after scandal. Like the family that's running the local pizzeria, I'm sure there's the same jockeying. There's probably for, something going on with them to get the best shifts and to who's getting more tips and who's getting paid what and dad or mom whoever's yeah. whoever's the, the the patriarch or matriarch is got is got to you know they're always trying probably to get hates it. the father he. She probably hates the husband, told her friend who recorded it. But guess what? Nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah. So like, so my point is, is in the local pizzeria, it's probably cutthroat in the family. Like you just said, you add on to that business, big business and government. And he's one of the most famous guys in, the, in, in American history. Yeah, I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's a walk in the park with there what's going on there. But it's definitely there's some animosity apparently and we'll see if it's all true who knows yeah we don't know, I, I i don't know but um i mean if it is true to me if it is true these are the things that hurt these are the things that are that are uh, embarrassing you know i mean there's a lot there, there's a lot of stuff but when when you know like again we we talked about her not holding his hand and all that stuff and you can make excuses for that and this and that She's on tape saying something bad about him and it's really bad what she's saying like that that to me is like you know that that's it that's when it that's gets a big sad. shot that's it, a hit it's sad it, yeah it's bad um again this could be one of another million things of people pumping up just to sell a book and it's Who knows? literally my cuz cuz I feel like if you have this you 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 got something massive, you know, you put it out. Yep. Um, when yeah, you, why even have a book? I mean, yeah, when you go, I guess I, you can't make money off of, you can't really make too much money off of a tape, but you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. Maybe it's a one time shot with the money. Who Which, knows? again, this, a book. this just shows how crazy this organization is, the Trump organization. Whereas, you know, usually when somebody leaves the White House or whatever, they do write a book and that's kind of par for the course. This is like the 10th person that's, you know, <laughs> left and writing a book. Like the amount of people that have left and have written books now, it's kind of like it's it's out of control. Has anybody left and wrote and written a positive book? I don't believe so. Bannon, I, I think, kind of maintained the most positive view. Bannon maintained a positive view of the president. Criticized him for a couple of the things. The guy in jail now? But the guy who just got arrested, <laughs> yeah, okay, got it. <laughs> Criticize him for a couple of things, but Bannon, for the most part, did not turn on him. The way other people right. are, Sa but, maybe Sarah. I don't think Sarah Huckabee Sanders wrote anything, but she left on a positive note. I think you're right about that too. Yeah, yeah. but that's the weird. And who's the other guy who went Dancing with the Stars? He hasn't said any, you know. 
Well, when he first was was becoming, I guess, post White House famous. Yeah, I think he said some stuff that kind of, you know, like it just goes. Uh, we can't even remember his name, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. It's the guy on Dancing with the uh, What the heck is his name? Yeah, that famous bleeding Sean something. I don't know. Sean, Sean Spicer, Spicer. Right. That's it. So when he said, you know, he was like uh, making fun of the fact that he lied about the crowd size at his inauguration. So there's some stuff that I don't think they have. But he, but here's the thing. Let me let me don't let me, the White House is too happy with him. Here's the thing. Out of all the damning things we've heard about this guy, for all these people that are leaving, where's where's half of this stuff? It just it doesn't half of what stuff? It does like half of the things that people say about him. You know, well, that, it's still going on, and it's it's a lot of the stuff is stuff that's he said, she said. You can't prove a lot of this stuff because it's yeah. Oh, he said this, or he's doing this. You can't. You, while it's still happening, it's hard to. I mean, once you leave the White House, you have zero access. I, but I, assume, well, I know, but you have part. you have to admit there's for for all the stuff that you read that supposedly went down during this administration, the amount of people that are leaving and doing their tell-all books to cash in on it. I mean, they haven't they haven't even confirmed five or ten well, percent of it. Half of them are in jail. What do you you know? You're talking about there's so many trials and things going on. Manafort and this guy and that. They're all yeah. you know either behind bars. Uh, Cohen now what's his Bannon? They're all behind bar. You know half of them, and the other half. But a lot of people aren't. But like, I'm just saying for all sure. the. He did this, or we're hearing he did that. People come out well, and go, I'll tell you everything that I saw, and and a majority of that stuff isn't in there. Yeah, you got to admit that that's true. Like, a majority of the stuff sure. that's been written about well, him is not true. A lot of the stuff, no, no, no. What happens is a lot of stuff gets written about, and then by the time anybody, it makes any kind of headline, another thing has happened, and it pushes that out of the way. So, But none of it's ever one been... Of these thing, none of it's what? ever been confirmed, which fuels his supporters. Which I always tell people that are that no, are. No, I can't say none of it. You can't say none of it has well, never been confirmed. You're right, but I but I always this is what I always get into with people that are that are on on the left side is that it's like you know, so far nothing has stuck. People have made the biggest deal out of things that have not come to fruition, and it makes it worse for when you actually do find the thing that he did wrong. You know, you've you've cast so much shadow of doubt into people's minds, especially the those who support him. That you you're not going to be able to to you know get done what you want to get done, which is unseat him. Because he, a lot of the stuff that you're talking about, like the stuff that he does wrong, he does in plain sight. He says something stupid or ridiculous, or he passes something that is totally uncalled for. Excuse and me. Then, excuse me. I've never said anything me. stupid. Yeah, never. no, he's a brilliant man. Um, so maybe okay yeah. but that's listen a lot of people tell me that that's was brilliant even a, he didn't even have to say that he tweeted it like a lot idiot. of people tell me we should um, put that on a hat okay and sell it and they know everybody who got it knows what it means yeah okay <laughs> um people keep asking me but, what show me potato salad is and we, we just can't come right out and say it no you gotta stick around and it's gotta come up you got it organically. It's organically. You got to kind of organic. You, you know, you got it, right. and you know, whatever. Um, I hate to cut you off, but I, we literally have to leave it there. Oh, good thing. 
because so it'll get me going. <laughs> and I apologize, you know, to anybody who's offended by anything I had to say. It's my own opinion. I'm not forcing it on anybody. It's just, you know, you heard me talking, and that's my opinion. Yeah, well, hey, that's what the show is about. We talk about things. That's all. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't have to agree with me. That's fine. Yeah, we, we talk about it. Whether you like it or not, you don't like it or this or that, you know, we talk about it. That's what this this is here for, you know. We're using that, what do they call that thing? Uh, Internet? Uh, no. Platform? Uh, freedom of speech, that's it. That's right. Freedom of speech. Oh, right. And also fun. Remember fun? <laughs> fun that's all we're doing here we're trying to keep it light even though we got into some you know we got into a political area there at the end of the day we're just trying to make each other laugh for the most part i believe i've i i fairly represented a, a good opposition to you for those people that support the president i thought I'd, I'd... yeah you're an idiot so it doesn't count <laughs> <laughs> no good point it's damning to me but it, he is an idiot it, Hit the football. Huge idiot. Touchdown. What? How do I? What show? What channel is this show on? Is Look this at on? him. He's sleepy. Sleepy at. It'll be a total and complete disaster. I realize that, like, I work. I've been working on my Biden. He's. You gotta. He's gotta squint. Like he's. Like he's reading something across the room. That's always. Or the sun's Does he squint? That's it. That's this is Joe. Hmm. We gotta lighten up your hair too. Just a little. I lose this. I'm just happy I still got it. All right. Um, thanks so much for listening. Like I said, we'll be back Friday, and then Monday special uh, interview episode with Dylan Howard. I believe, unless it'll fall apart. I don't know. Could be. It'll probably uh, fall apart. It might fall apart. <laughs> but that will that will do Monday. Um, and then, um, we'll all be back from vacation. I'm away for the weekend. Janine's away right now. Frank's not. I'm vac- always on vacation, baby. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then we'll come back and we'll recap about vacations and find out what else is going on in the world. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Appreciate the thumbs up on Facebook and YouTube, the subscriptions on Facebook and YouTube. They're really, really wonderful. And the comments, the comments Feel free. Are great. Yeah, oh, let it out in the comments. Some, I don't have to tell some of you that. Some of you let it out a little bit too much. Um, you know, some people uh, they, there's no filter in the comments. Yeah, I was joking around about um, uh, people that aren't wearing masks, giving them the old Louisville Slugger, and some woman was like, "I would." Yeah, heard I'll, that. I'll give you one of these, and I was like, "Hey, there's the first one of those threats." Okay, great. That's thanks. a good one. That's one. <laughs> Damn, you beat me. This one might get me a couple of them. <laughs> All right, we will see you next time. AnthonyOnAir.com has all of our links.